Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the Nerd Input Podcast. My name is Andrew Gulak. With me is Nick Clattenburg. And that's it. Oh, we got a duet today. <laughs> I don't, we were saying before the show, and I can't remember if we've ever done a show with just us two before. Maybe once, but I can't remember. Apparently those movie guys think that it's just us two that created this idea. Uh, yeah. And then Josh is just some sort of tag along. <laughs> He's yelling from the corner of the room. Yes. <laughs> No, which one was the one that uh, was said that? Was it Joel? Joe. Joe. I think it was Joe, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. I, they were both discussing it, I think. At yes, one. I think it were. It. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's uh, it's only us two for this episode. So we'll... Uh, it could vary in length as opposed it, to other episodes. It, it very see. much could. You know, it could be one of those things that we're like, okay, you get a, a <laughs> 30, go. Got 30 minute episode today. Yeah. Or we could go for two hours. Yeah, you never know. Who knows? Uh, Let, uh, you said you watched a lot anyway. I did watch a lot. So uh, why don't you get started then? All right. Um, first thing on my list that I watched, I know it's an older movie, but um, I never saw this, and it always intrigued me. Uh, the Number 23. Oh, yeah. Jim with, Carrey? With Jim Carrey. I saw it in uh, college, I believe. Freshman year of college, I think okay. it was. It was like 2006, 2007 it came out. All right. Um, yeah, so I never saw it. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews about it. Some people say it was great. Yeah. Other ones say it was horrible. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey being such a comedic actor. Yeah. And this was like his first real like dark like drama role. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I said the hell with it. And uh, I liked it. Yeah. I did. I liked it a lot. From what I remember, it's pretty like uh, intriguing story with a dude go, like spiraling, his life spiraling out of control because he comes becomes so obsessed Oh yeah, the number twenty-three. You know, and that's what it was. And um, I pulled up like the synopsis of it really quick, just for the, some people that maybe haven't seen it and uh, are interested in it. Um, a man, Jim Carrey. I see. <laughs> a white man. A white man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a man's discovery uh, of an obscure book about the number twenty-three leads him on a descent into darkness. As he becomes obsessed with the, with the con, uh, the contents, he becomes more convinced that it is him. In fact, the book is based on his life. Right. Um, to his horror, he discovers grave consequences in store for this book's main character. Yeah. You know, and I I agreed with most of that synopsis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, it wasn't one of those things where I'm looking at it and I'm like, ah, you know what? This uh, this isn't right. I didn't get this out of it. <laughs> By um, yeah. I mean, I, I liked it very much. I thought it was very well put together. Uh, it it seemed to me like it had very much like a um, uh, like a like a Tarantino kind of vibe. Yeah. Like a lot of like plot holes and twists and turns where you you think you figured it out, but you didn't. Yeah. And uh, you think you know exactly. But you had no idea. And that's exactly what it was. Like, you know, you thought you knew everything about that movie up until, like, the last maybe 20 minutes. Now, quick possible spoiler, so if you don't want to know the ending, then fast forward a few. Like, 30 seconds. Yes. But at the end, doesn't it turn out that he wrote the book? Yes, he did. Okay, I was trying to remember if I remembered what the yes. book was going on. Yeah, yes, what he so. did was... Um, we're going to go past the 30 seconds. Yeah. I know this, but... <laughs> if what you're a, back from fast-forwarding from a spoiler, fast-forward another couple minutes. <laughs> this movie from 2006 or whatever. Yeah, you know, pick up somewhere in the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Delete but, it and download it again to bump up the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and keep doing that repeatedly. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, I, I that was one thing at the very end. I was like, holy shit, like this is amazing how they created such a twist and it would pretty much what it was was he was the main character in the book and that was kind of almost like his version of like a almost like a suicide note yeah yeah and at the end of well before he even finished the book he kills himself yeah. or what you appear to kill himself and then i guess suffers like severe like brain injury yeah and pretty much kind of like forgets everything about it yeah but it was very uh very interesting yeah, is the way that I could go with it. It was interesting. I and, like uh, thrillers like that that keep you guessing. And that's what it was. It was very much a thriller. Yeah. Um, the next thing that I watched was a movie from 2014. Uh, I know I remember saying before I was kind of on a horror kick. Yeah. yeah. So um, I watched a movie called Clown. I don't know if you've heard of it. I have not heard of it. Uh, I'll read you the synopsis. All right. Uh, is it like, rape involved? Is it John Wayne Gacy? It is not John oh, Wayne okay. Gacy. Um a loving father becomes a savage killer while wearing a cursed clown costume that won't come off. Oh, I think I heard about this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the movie explains that the clown, that clowns are evil mythical creatures in which would uh, snatch kids and bring them into the woods. Uh, later you find out within the movie, spoiler, um, what can break the curse um, is that the demon of this clown type creature yeah. or whatever must consume at least five children okay. before the curse is broken. So <laughs> with him having the costume on, it was very cool. Yeah. It was, you know, um, like I said, you know, uh, him being a loving father, it was like his kid's birthday yep. and you know, needed to need a clown for the party. So somehow I guess he finds like this old trunk, opens it up, puts on everything and then nothing will come off. Yeah. And it's, it was kind of, there was parts where it got pretty fucking gory. Yeah. Just him trying to take the costume off. You it's know. Like attached to his skin. It is. Like, yeah. it became his skin. Uh-huh. Like, he's trying to, like, reach under, like, the cuff and trying to, like, cut it off. And he fucking, like, cuts his wrist wide open. Oh, God. So, it gets pretty gory. Yeah. And there's some parts where, like, he continues to do it, but he's trying to do it, like, around the neck area oh, now. Jesus Christ. And I was like, you just cut your wrist. Why would you do you this? You better go near the head. Yeah. What's the what's the most vulnerable part of my body? I'll go for Ah, uh, the collarbones and... Uh. <laughs> Let me try to get the penis area off. <laughs> but, um... It was pretty cool. There's a couple, um... I wouldn't say notable actors in it, but if you watch it, there's a couple memorable faces. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I would definitely suggest uh, checking that out if you're big into like the uh, the horror movie scene. Yeah. Um, next on my list that I watched, I watched a couple episodes of My Strange Addiction. All right. <laughs> you bastard. You got me into it again. What were the highlights of some of the episodes that you watched? Eating brick. Oh, yeah. Seen that one of the, yep. British, the uh, black British woman yes. eating bricks from her house. Um, that one, to me, I... I, I, hey, whatever. Now, I don't understand. I mean, I don't assume that's the weirdest thing that people have ever eaten. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is definitely up there. And it's pretty fucking gross. You no, know, it's definitely up there. You're eating rocks. Yeah, you are literally <laughs> eating rocks. Um, The thing that I thought was, this was just maybe me, but how hilarious it was to see the woman's husband being like, you know what? I think you're at a health risk for possibly eating all this. This motherfucker... Was so morbidly obese yeah. 
Like he could be on the next episode of My Six Hundred Pound Life. On, it, oh, on exactly. The channel. Exactly. I was like, I don't know if you can say shit about health because you look like you can't walk. Yeah. From fatness. <laughs> you look like the kind of guy that breaks a scooter at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> He was fucking huge. Yes. It was unreal. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I got nothing against um, people of larger size. Uh, I find it sinful. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Well, so we're on two different ends I'm of the I'm glad I'm not going to see him in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> they got nine circles of hell for that son of a bitch to go to. Yeah. Um, not a McDonald's in one of them. Nope. That's hell. Um, the next one, uh, or it might have been... They, they, they all seem to just become one big episode. Yeah, I know. And a lot of them have two in the same episode, yes. so they just stop flowing again. Um, married to a Carnival Ride. Oh, I love that one, too. Yeah. That one disturbed me yeah. to, like, my core, man. Like, yep. that that was one of those things where I'm like, okay, I understand having, like, a common bond to something. Like, um, like you're a car guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you love your car. Yeah. You know, but I mean, you realistically, you're not gonna get married to your I'm car. not. I'm I'm only slightly sexually attracted to it. You're not one of those guys <laughs> that puts like a uh, a beer koozie in the tailpipe, are you? Uh, no, I stuff it with bologna. Oh, stuff with bologna. I like that meaty feel. <laughs> I mean, the koozie just it just dries out too quick. It does. It does. I also shove the shifter up my ass. <laughs> I put the tailpipe up my ass and make it just fill me up with its hot car uh. breath. <laughs> so that's how you get all that dirty money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Episodes God. coming together, folks. If you haven't listened to previous stuff, time to catch up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that woman, though, she... Uh, it's weird because she wasn't, like... I thought it was going to be, like, she was straight up, like, super horny for, like, the carnival ride, which it was only a moderate sexual attraction. It was a moderate... That she, se- she talked about. But there was other parts to it where, like... She felt if she went on another carnival ride that was cheating on slash her husband. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, you're you're not legally married. It's like a, like a binding, like union is what it is. Yeah. You know, she, the, one of the most shocking parts about it was she paid like what, 20 grand for the thing. And then oh, she, yeah. she put like 50 grand into it, fixing it up, and, and it still didn't fucking it, work. I think she said that they need upwards of $60,000 $60, yeah. to get it fully functional. Right, this thing didn't even fucking work. It was just like, when you see a fucking, like a, a carnival that, like, a traveling carnival, and the rides are packed up on tractor trailers, that's what this, that's the condition of this ride. It was like packed up and oh, yeah. like that, because it didn't fucking work. That's no. crazy. <laughs> no, that thing, and, and it showed her... Uh, later in the episode, like riding the same, the same ride, but not her ride. Exactly. Yeah. You know, she was riding it is oh, what yeah. she was. Yeah. She was oh, that fucking seat has never been so juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's, stained it. That's like how most like single moms were after they went to go see Magic Mike. Uh, yeah. Go, come home and sit on the dryer with a pair of sneakers in it. <laughs> Get that nice rattle. <laughs> oh shit. But, um... Yeah, and it was one of those things where just seeing that ride in general, that ride looked fucking horrifying, man. Right. It was like, like the second you took off, that motherfucking thing was just spinning around. I forget what the ride. It was like the zipper. It was like a, I think they call it like a skydiver. Yeah, it, it reminded me of the zipper that like you sit in and it goes around that like yes. a, ellipse of a track, and then they also spin individually while the entire track spins. Yes. It was similar to that, but a little bit different. Exactly. Yeah, I forget what it was called. Um, it was sky something. I can't remember what the fuck. Yeah, I don't know if it was like Skydiver or Sky something, yeah. but uh, the last uh, episode I watched of that was uh, Eating Air Freshener. 
Oh, yeah, seen that one. She fucking just straight up sprays it in her mouth or sprays it into a cup full of crushed ice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it was one of those things that, like, I wanted to know how it tasted. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't do oh, that. God. No, I'd probably be in the hospital somewhere. I'm <laughs> yeah. uh, <my> <laughs> I made myself vomit a hundred times afterwards, even though I told you not to. I had to get the demon out of me. Uh, but, yeah, I guess how, how it was, I guess she said she had, like, a, a cup filled with ice or something like that. And she walked by one of those, like, automatic air fresheners. Yep. And she said that it, like, sprayed all over the ice. And she just ate it. Yep. Which, in a normal person's mind, if some if something sprayed all over my drink or in my drink, I'm not drinking go, it. Fuck, I guess I'll get another drink Yeah, now. I guess I'll get another one. Not let me drink all these chemicals because yeah. I ain't getting no other cup of ice. No. And that was the other thing where, like, she, like, went to go to, like, her physician or a, uh... Uh, gastroenterologist. Yeah. And they were, and then she was, she was like, oh, you know, uh, the doctor didn't even know what the hell she was talking about. He was like, right. what do you mean you eat air freshener? Like, <laughs> you're like, crazy. And she like pulls it out and she starts to like point it out. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> please don't do that. Yeah. He's like, please don't do that. <laughs> Not in this office, please. <laughs> Not up in here. Yeah. You know, I'm more of a fresh linen man, not an apple cinnamon person. That's that's what she was, right? Yes. Right, yeah, and then she tried the cinnamon one at the store. And she almost friend. threw and up. she almost vomited. I was like, how fucking different could it possibly be? Exactly. Like, I, I'm sure that the cinnamon one doesn't taste like cinnamon no. at all. But still, it probably tastes the same as the chemicals that are in the fucking fresh linen. Probably. I uh, wouldn't deny that. It's ridiculous. Um, Yeah, and it was just one of those things where I was like... And none of, none of these people stopped. Like, oh, their major stopped. addictions... Yep. You know, like the the woman who eats rock. Yep. You know, brick, whatever. Yep. Uh, she went less than twenty four hours. Yeah. And continued to like eat brick. Every episode pretty much ends the same. They go to the doctor at the end. I want to. Doctor see- tells them that they should really stop, but there's no like. None of them have have seen any damage yet. By the time they get to the doctor, it doesn't matter though. Yeah. Like I mean, in your in in your like hardest of hearts, don't you understand that like right. you spray this after you take a shit? Right. Yeah. Why would you ingest this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, it it makes no sense to me. Yeah, they always they always say, "Oh, well, nothing's happened." Yeah, I guess nothing will happen forever if I keep doing this. Exactly. Again. Every episode, the little blurb at the end of the episode is like, "They have no plans to stop." Like pretty much every single thing. Yeah, I want I want to see the end of an episode. I want to see a goddamn gravestone. Yeah, me too. Like intervent, like the good episodes of intervention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to see that shit. Yeah. I want to see someone where like they didn't stop, and then the next picture is a picture of right. their gravestone. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for it. You know, because then it'd be one of those things where I'd be like, okay, well, maybe this will... This, that, that'd be a wake-up call to somebody where they'd be like, oh, this motherfucker ate air freshener and died? Maybe I'll stop eating rocks. Maybe I'll cut my 22-foot hair. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's breaking my neck. You know, oh, oh, that was... Speaking of that, uh, I forgot to me- mention it down. Uh, mention it down. It's Write it down. Yeah. And mention it. Yeah. Mention, it, mention down. it down. <laughs> um, the woman who elongated her neck. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... She took off like the rings in yeah. front of like her sister or her closest friend. Her friend, yeah. And but they, well, she wouldn't do it in front of the camera. No, she refused to be seen without her necklace. Exactly. Yeah. And they said that there was nothing but bruising and like l- like scars and right. lesions, like open wounds right. under there. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I'm like, how, how? Yeah. Like I have an allergy to nickel. Yeah. If I bought like a new ring or something and I put it on and less than 24 hours that thing is eating my finger right. I'm not wearing it anymore yeah, no shit. simple as that you know if you're wearing this 
And, like, you can obviously see that she can't clean accurately. Oh, no, no. It's super fucking She's, tight. like, taking a baby wipe and, like, jamming it under a fucking toothbrush. Yeah. Under, like, the collar. Yeah, that ain't doing anything. What, necklace, whatever. It's just constantly covered in fucking sweat and it's never in the open getting any air to it or anything So it's like just, that. like, you're, you're... It's always moist. Like, it's never dried out. Yeah. It's, it's just a fucking hotbed of bacteria. Exactly. It's disgusting. Um, moving on. All right. Uh, the next thing that I watched... Um, I continued on with, um, actually, you know what? It's not really a continuation. I started a new show. Um, I'm not really that big into bikes. Oh, no? No, I'm not really big into <laughs> motorcycles. Uh, no, nah, I'm just fucking with you. Um, no, I continued on with, uh, Sons of Anarchy. All right. And, um, there was one thing. I didn't get a chance to, uh, like, push forward into season three. Yeah. I finished season two. All right. Uh, I know I was saying I was like what halfway yeah, I think last halfway time. Last time, so, yeah. so I already finished season two. I don't want to go too far into spoilers with people, yeah, you yeah. know, because I don't know if anybody else like Josh yeah, yeah. is still watching it. So I don't want to go too far. Yeah. Uh, but I started season three, and I remember Ryan V being here last time, saying that that season dragged on for him. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably maybe two episodes shy of the third season now. Like end oh, of it. Oh, the end of it. The okay, end yeah, of it. Yeah. And I didn't find it to be at all off key you, from oh, what like it? I like it. Oh, good. You know, um, I don't want to go too far into it, but like we said last time, they're in Ireland. Yeah. And um, it's very like, I, I to me, it still seems pretty fast paced. Yeah. Is this the season with the kidnapped child that he mentioned or was that last yes. season? Yes. Oh, this is this season? Yes. Okay. Uh, so they're in Ireland and they're pretty much finding out that, uh, you know, I guess they, just like any uh, MC, you know, or motorcycle club for people that don't know. Motorcycle club hammer, my favorite one. Yes. Um, what? <laughs> MC hammer. Oh, <laughs> motorcycle club hammer. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Um, but obviously they have different chapters yeah. throughout the world. Like Hells Angels, Outlaws, they all have different chapters. So being in Ireland, there's a lot of like backstabbing going on yep. with the other chapters. Yeah. So uh, it got pretty uh, pretty interesting, at least for me. Yeah. You know, I know some people like Ryan was saying that they liked it. Some people didn't. Yeah. Uh, he was saying that he fell into the category that it he really didn't enjoy I the feel, se- the third I, season. I feel like the change of setting alone would be uh, refreshing with like the new new characters that they and like, that's what it, that's what it was to me. Yeah. You know, it was it was a change of scenery. Uh, being in Ireland, and I've always wanted to go there. I've always wanted to travel to Ireland. So, yeah, me too. you know, just seeing how everything was. I mean, granted, not everything is filmed there, right? Yeah. You know, but uh, it was very cool yeah. to see how things were uh, unfolding throughout the season. Uh, I'll probably have a, uh, a recap for it next week, and then probably pushing into the fourth season. All right. Uh, the last thing that I watched was uh just came out on Netflix not too long ago. Okay. Uh it was an animated series or animated movie that they made into a guess their own version of a live action movie called Death Note. Oh yes, I want to watch this. Yes. It's a very prolific uh, anime and uh, manga series. Yes. Yep. So uh I watched it. I didn't really know anything about it. I just saw what was going on in the trailer. Yep. And uh and pretty fucking good, man. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. I was just listening to those movie guys on uh, the way home from work. 
Okay. And they both watched Death Note and were talking about it, too. Oh, no shit. And they were both... Uh, I, I think Joe might have been a little lukewarm on it. I think Phil liked it a little more, but neither of them had ever seen the source material. See, I've never seen any of the source material right. either. I haven't either, and apparently people online that do know the source material well are very critical of the movie, but exactly. it seems like one of those things where if you don't know anything about it, the movie's pretty good. But I feel that it's the same thing if you watched, like, uh, what is it? Civil War. Yeah, yeah. You know, Civil War, the comic book. Right. Compared to the movie, it was two different worlds, right, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, you had like, you know, 30, 50 people on one side and 50 on the other. Right. And it was, you and know. Like, it's the same thing when I watched that uh, Gantz Zero uh, yes, movie. Yes, I remember you talking I didn't know about that. I anything about the anime or books, and I loved that movie. I thought it was Yeah. Great. Yeah. But, um,. How far do you want me to go into this? Because I know you said you want to watch it. Uh, don't go into too many. I know, I know, like the basic plot, so you can go into that. I don't know, like, don't if there's any spoilers or anything like that. No, like, there's no real. Defoe is like the demon guy, right? Or the like. He's the voice. Other dimensional. Yeah, he's guy. the other voice. He's uh, what were the notes that I had? Uh, what is it? He's a uh, a death god. Okay, yeah. And that's what it is. His name is uh, Ryuk. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's R Y U K. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't want to go too far into it, but I'll just kind of, you know, read half the synopsis yeah, just so you got it. Uh, main character's name is Light Turner. Uh, he's a bright student uh, which stumbles across a mystical book, Death Note, yep. uh, that has the power to kill any person whose name that he writes in it. Uh, Light, Light decides to launch a secret crusade uh, to rid... Rid the streets of crime. Yeah. Or criminals, excuse me. So, you know, he's kind of taking this upon himself to kind of change the balance of the world. Use this newfound power for good. Exactly. Instead of just getting revenge on anybody that he wants, right, he yeah. realizes that he can pretty much stop crime. Right, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, it, it goes obviously further into that, yeah. but I don't want to spoil I'm anything. sure he comes into moral dilemmas of uh, when to use the power and when uh, not. Yes, they do. Yeah. You know, obviously, like you said, from probably listening to those uh, those movie guys, they probably want a little more in depth. Yeah, they, yeah, a little bit. So, I didn't uh, spoil anything either. All right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's it for me for, uh, for watching. All right. Um, I continued watching iZombie. All right. Still absolutely love it. Fucking Phil. From those movie guys. Oh. Thinks that iZombie is trash. Oh. The man has bad taste, ladies and gentlemen. He has bad taste. He's fucking... He's drinking urine. He's watching every show on the CW except for... Except for iZombie. Watching fucking... Watching Vampire Diaries. Watching the originals. And then skipping iZombie because it's trash. It does not make thin. I fucking love, I love iZombie. I think it's a great show. And uh, yeah, you I've heard nothing. I've heard nothing but good things from you about it. It makes me want to start it, but I feel like I want to finish uh, Sons, Sons first yeah. before I get into it. Yeah, um, you might as well because once you get into iZombie, you can blast through it pretty quick. There's only three seasons on Netflix, and All right. Megan and I, Megan and I are like four episodes into the third season, I think. Okay. Uh, and the fourth season is set to air, uh, I think, uh, next year, early next year. So it's, All right. it's gonna be a while. But, um, yeah, it's just a great crime procedural with great overarching uh, stories that carry on season to season. And some they have, like, a story that will wrap up each season somewhat and then stories that carry over season to season. But um, I still love it. Uh, so then I also watched the Mayweather-McGregor fight. I actually <laughs> caught some of it yeah. uh, via live stream on Instagram. Okay, yeah. Um, so I was actually very... 
dissatisfied with the fight. Yeah, it, it went exactly the way that everyone thought it was going to go. And uh, I'm not a huge boxing fan. I have been into MMA in my life, uh, but I've like dropped off in the recent years. Yeah, see, I, I, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I, I never really got into actual uh, boxing itself. Yeah. You know, for me, I was always more interested in the world of, like, MMA, right, yeah. uh, kickboxing, yeah. uh, what is it, uh, Muay Thai, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So, um, the fight went the way everyone thought it was going to go. Mayweather pretty much let McGregor tag him a bunch of times. Like, his McGregor's punches had nothing behind him. Like, he, no, yeah. there was points that I saw that he was, he was going to... Uh, Look what looked like he was gonna go for like a knockout punch. Right. Yeah. And he just like struck him in the shoulder. Yeah. At no point did he cause any actual damage to Floyd Mayweather. No. And then uh, he's only won maybe like three or four rounds on the judges' scorecard just for sheer like accuracy of getting a, a number of punches thrown versus how many he landed. Well, I mean, landed in quotes. They were just like exact taps. They were a bunch of jabs and weak hooks and shit like that. Um, which then, I was which I was very surprised because him coming from like an MMA background. Right. That's. That's striking, dude. Like, yeah. that's one of the... Excuse me. But that's one of those things where, like, if you got a chance, man, you fucking take it. Yeah. It's a, it's just... I mean, the difference between McGregor and Mayweather is that McGregor is a great fighter. Mayweather is good at the game of boxing. Because boxing oh, is a very different thing from fighting. Uh, like, uh, there's a lot of things you do in boxing that if you try doing it, like, in a street fight, it just won't work. Like, blocking, for example. If you try blocking, like, uh, t- like a basic uh, boxer blocks with both his fists in front of him, you can do that in boxing because the gloves are so fucking huge. If you do that in MMA, the, f- the fist will just slide right in between both your wrists and just punch you right in the fucking face. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's a completely different game. And, um... I mean, in, in MMA, you don't need to have the insane power behind your punches as you do in boxing to knock someone out because you're basically bare-knuckle fighting. I mean, the gloves are only there to protect your hands, uh, unlike in boxing where it, they do soften the blows. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, the fight went, like, once you got to the sixth, seventh round, McGregor was almost completely out of gas at that point. Oh, yes. Doing absolutely nothing, and by the time it was the eighth round, I think, and he was, eight, maybe ninth, I can't remember, and... Uh, he ended up, uh, the ref ended up calling it, like, a TKO. He wasn't really defending himself. But he wasn't really getting super fuck like, blasted either. He got, no. got a few, took a few good shots, but nothing, like, But, I mean, he was, he, he was definitely, I'd probably say mid-sixth, maybe seventh round. Yeah. His arms were going down. Right, Like, yeah. the weight of those gloves, man. Like, he's not. Yeah. He wasn't trained to hold up, like, say. I think they were 12-ounce gloves. I think they were either 10 or 12-ounce. Sure. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, after a while, for for a guy who has pretty much nothing on his hands, right. going to having 10 ounces on his hands, yeah. that's just going to kind of weigh you down a little bit. Yeah, they usually, I think they use six in MMA. Maybe they're lighter in the smaller weight classes, but I think they're still six. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, it's completely different. And uh, I've even, I heard that uh, I think one of Mayweather's, like, friends or something got busted betting on the, he, like, he bet on the match. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars for the fight to go like eight and a half or nine and a half rounds or whatever it was, which is exactly how the fucking fight went. Oh yeah. So people are like, oh, it's probably fucking fixed, which it probably was fixed. I think Mayweather could have ended the fight whenever the fuck he wanted. Oh, I, I feel that there was a lot of points in it where I was like, this is this is not right. Right. Which people say about normal boxing matches. Never mind this fucking just like circus that was the McGregor Mayweather. Oh, absolutely. And the only reason I watched it is because my sister and brother-in-law ordered it, and we're gonna have uh, like a couple, have me and Megan over and a couple other friends. So I was like, yeah, I might as well 
go over there and watch it. But uh, it wasn't. Did you have to pay at all? No. <laughs> then it's free. Yeah. Who cares? It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't anything more than I expected. It was. No. It was fine. Um, then I also uh, I went to see I went to the Cape Cod Melody Tent on oh uh, yes. on Sunday night and saw Mr. Bill Burr live. How was it? It was fucking amazing. Absolutely great. He probably uh, he had a, a comedian from Boston, Tony D, open for him. Did about like twenty minutes to, just to open. Uh, he was he was great. I'd never seen him before. And then uh, Bill Burr did probably like a solid hour and a half. No shit. And he was just he was fucking great. He was absolutely hilarious. All new material and just like that was actually gonna be my question: Is it some older stuff or is it just all new? It was all new. And, all right. Uh, and like not only was it all new material, but like he went on so many fucking tangents, just like. Like, like, just joking around with the dude that was, like, handling his cord. Because uh, the Cape Cod Melody Tent is a complete circle with a round st- a stage in the middle yes. that rotates slowly. So there's a guy, like, handling his cord, squatting next to the stage. So he was, like, going back and forth with that dude a bunch of times. And then, like, picking up, saying shit to people in the audience and stuff like that. And just going off on complete tangents that had nothing to do with his material. That he just, like, thought of on the spot. And uh, it was just fucking hilarious through and through. Like, I was absolutely dying the entire time. He is my favorite. He is, I think he's the best comedian in comedy right now. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that. that. Like at, for a while, uh, it was like Louis C.K. and I think Louis C.K. is back to being one of the best after his last special that he put out. The one before that, I didn't like too much, but his last special was fucking hilarious. Even like Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is still on top. Yeah, of his he came game, back man. and killed it. It was awesome. But um, yeah, yeah and that then, that two part. Um, yeah, the two episode special the, on that. Yeah, place, yeah, that was amazing. It was. Um, but yeah, and then uh, listen to Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast uh, this week. Which he recorded the morning after he did the show at Cape Cod Melody Tent. He was even saying that like he went for an hour and a half and he was doing all his new material and stuff. And he said he didn't even get to all the material he wanted to because he was having so much fun. Like because he was going off on so many tangents, shit like that. He didn't even do all the material he planned to do, and he still did like a solid hour and a half. Wow, but the dude's great. He's one of the funniest guys in the world. Oh, I, awesome. I enjoy every single time. Like when I hear that there's a new. Uh... New, like, special. new special coming out on Netflix. I'm like, save it, save yeah. it. He was one of the first comedians to have a comedy special on Netflix, I believe. Yeah. He was like one of the first ever. Um, and if you don't listen to his podcast, you should. It's called the Monday Morning Podcast, and he does two a week. He does like an hour-long one Monday mornings, and then he does the Thursday afternoon just before Friday Monday Morning Podcast, which is <laughs> an- another one that's like a half hour long on Thursdays. All right. Uh, but they're just hilarious. It's just him by himself just fucking ranting about random shit, and he's just... He's just a naturally funny dude. Like, he doesn't have to be doing material to be funny. He's just a funny guy. I'll have to check that out. So, uh, yeah, he's great. So that was a great show. That's the second time I've seen him live, and uh, next time he's around, I'll definitely see him again. He's Absolutely. awesome every time. Um, then I watched something that I think you should definitely watch. It's related to wrestling, but not really part of... All right. Uh, before we get into wrestling, it is uh, 20, the WWE 24 Finn Balor special. Oh, yeah. It, it's on the WWE Network. It's basically like a little mini documentary on Finn Balor. And uh, it mostly follows his, uh, it's mostly about him when he got injured at SummerSlam 2016. And oh, he, yeah. And then he was out for, like, he became the first Universal Champion that night. And then, like, he talks about how, like, he knew it happened, like, when it happened. And his what was going through his head and how he had to, like, finish the match. And even when he won, like, when he was in the ring, he had to, like, pretend he was happy. But he was really, like, dying inside because he knew he was going to have to give it up immediately because he knew he was injured bad. And uh, then it just goes through, like, his whole rehab and stuff like that. I'm surprised something like that because, I mean, I've seen situations in the ring. Like, uh, I remember watching it on TV when uh, Triple H blew out his quad. Right, yeah. And it was a tag team match 
with him and Stone Cold yeah. versus, it might have been like the Brothers of Destruction. Yeah, or, I don't even remember. Or something like that. But I remember he was telling someone in the ring, pin me. Yeah, right. You know, just get it over with, pin me, and they'll figure out a new storyline right, to go yeah. with. Yeah. Which is why I'm surprised. Like, you know, you had like Finn Balor being like, you know, I, you know, having him close to him being like, look, I just blew my fucking shoulder. Right. Just hit me with a pedigree. Yeah. We'll call it a fucking night. Yeah. Like, I saw him, I remember watching that match, and I remember when it happened that I was oh, like, the, oh, uh, it was the the buckle, what would be a buckle, buckle bomb, bomb on the, bar- the corner barricade yeah, outside the Yeah, you saw his arm, like, go, like, wrench right yep. over. And he dislocated his shoulder, and I saw him sitting there, and I saw him, like, grab his own wrist, and then lift his arm up and shove it back in the socket. I was like, oh, shit, that's not good. I'm pretty sure he just really injured himself. And he, of course, did turn out to have injured himself, I th- and he was like... Really fucked up. He not only did he like dislocate his shoulder, he tore his labrum. He also had a slight tear in his pectoral muscle. Yep. Like he was really fucked up. Oh yeah. Like how hard he hit. Like everything here just like pulled just back. destroyed. Yeah. And like he was. And then uh, they go into like when he went in for his surgery, and he was. Uh, I think he was supposed to be in surgery for like forty five minutes, and they end up finding so much damage that he was in surgery for like eight hours or something like that. So like it was really serious injury, and he was gone for eight, nine, oh, ten yeah. months. I don't even remember. Uh, and like it goes into his old rehab, and then it goes into him rehabbing with Seth Rollins after he re-injured his knee. Yes. And they were rehabbing together, and uh, Seth Rollins was getting ready for WrestleMania, and then it shows how Finn Balor got the okay from the doctors for WrestleMania, but they didn't put him on the card. So he could have come back at WrestleMania, which I don't understand, because they didn't have to put him in a match for WrestleMania. Just fucking have his music come on, have him come down the ramp, do something that takes five minutes long. It would have been fucking huge. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, instead, they end up saving it for the Raw after WrestleMania, which is a big show. I mean, the Raw after WrestleMania is always crazy. Oh, it is. But, um, yeah, super interesting. I mean, I know you're a fan of Finn Balor. I'm I am. a fan of Finn Balor. Uh, I definitely recommend it. It's an hour long. I just bought me a new shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's uh, the one that you don't have. Right, I know. Now I'm going to get it, too. Yeah. <laughs> we can wear them together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it won't look as gay if we're, holding, if we're not holding hands. That is true. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I, I think you should watch it. It's pretty uh, cool insight into the little, like, background. And, like, they even do, like, the show, he goes back to Ireland and, like, visits his friends and, like, goes out to the bar, goes to some Irish, like, indie wrestling thing and then comes out and stuff like that. Like, I imagine that going to some small town indie wrestling thing and fucking Finn Balor shows up. Oh, that'd be amazing. Like, he goes to the wrestling gym that I think he founded and shit like that and just, like, works out with a bunch of people out of there. Wow. Um, it's pretty cool behind-the-scenes stuff that you don't always get a look at like when it comes to wrestling, especially produced by WWE because they try to keep stuff like storyline, like kayfabe. Uh, uh, and like even in this uh, biography, people call him by his real name in it and everything like that. Like, oh, yeah. Not everyone refers to him as Finn Balor, which is not a thing that like WWE usually no, puts out there. No, they, they want them to like refer to him as their, like, their character. Right, name. yeah. Um, know, like, I did not know that Seth Rollins was not his name. Yeah. You fucking destroyed my world. <laughs> Colby Lopez. Yep, Colby yeah. Lopez. <laughs> Uh, like I remember watching a documentary with him. Um, this was a while ago on the, the WWE Network. It might have been twenty four. Yeah, yeah. And it was about how him when he was uh, when he blew out his knee and yeah. he went out for surgery and he was supposed to come back for like backlash or something like that. Yeah. And they were like, "No, you're not ready." Yeah. And then they progressively got. I think it came back at like a Survivor Series or something. No, I think it was. I remember seeing it when he came back. The lights came on, and he had someone. He gave someone like a pedigree immediately. I think it was like payback or something like that. Can't That's what it was. It was a payback. payback. Yeah, and he came back and uh, attacked Roman. Right. Yeah. Gave him a pedigree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You, you heard his music kick in, and yeah. then he like ran out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but definitely watch this Finn Balor twenty four. It's really cool. I'm gonna check that out. Um. And uh, other than that, 
We'll uh, get into wrestling. So, what do we have at Raw this week? Uh, we had um, uh, Dean Dean and Seth Rollins were both in action, weren't they? Uh, they were singles in matches. Singles matches against... Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. Yes. I forget which one. Uh, Seth Rollins went first, I think, against Sheamus? Uh, or was Cesaro? Cesaro. Okay, yeah. Because and, Sheamus interfered. Yep. And uh, so caused that, him to lose the match. Yeah, Cesaro ended up rolling him up and get the quick one, two, three. Yep. And then uh, Dean Ambrose... Facing uh, Sheamus, and I think Rollins interfered, and then Sheamus ended up getting caught with a uh, Dirty Deeds. And uh, yeah, he and got caught with a flying knee off the top rope that's from what it was. Uh, Rollins, right, yeah. and then immediately stage dived right out yeah. into Cesaro. Yeah, I thought that was the coolest thing. How he hit him with a knee, stage dived. That was a quick sequence. It was, yeah. and then he just, um, uh, you see Dean Ambrose just go Dirty Deeds yeah. right away, and it was done. Yeah, um, we had, uh, we had. Brock Lesnar come out with Paul Heyman. Yes. In this real long speech. Are you a Paul Heyman guy? I fucking hate Paul Heyman so I've, much. I honestly, I I, I've always been a mix. Like when he was in the ECW days, right, yeah. I fucking hated Paul Heyman. Yeah. But like now since he become the advocate, yeah. I kind of like his character a little bit. He is, uh, I feel like he is going to die on camera one day because he is <laughs> screaming his fucking lungs out all the time and he is fat as all fuck and he looks like he's just going to collapse. Like something was going to burst in his chest and he's going to collapse in the ring. Fat as all fuck. <laughs> he is fat as all fuck. He's one of those guys that like, you get to a point of fatness where even if you're dressed in the nicest suit, you still don't look good. No. Because his suit pants just look like two canopies hanging from his waist. It looks like an upside-down tent. Like, they're skinny at the fucking ankles, and then they just bow out to some outrageously giant pants funnel once they get up to his waist. He just looks like a fucking asshole. <gasps> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, uh, he, they were talking shit about Braun Strowman and challenging him, so obviously that's going down at No Mercy, which is the next pay-per-view, which is four weeks away. It's kind of a long time. Uh, they got some time to simmer after SummerSlam. Um... So, uh, and Brock Lesnar actually took the mic from Paul Heyman towards the end of it, even though he n- usually never says anything. He barely speaks a word. Yeah, and I think he's, what did he say? He said some, he called him a bitch. He said, he said, oh yeah, he said, bring it on, bitch, or something like that. And they dropped the mic and left, and they both left. Um, uh, actually, one of the surprising highlights of Raw, because I, I hate contract signings, when they do a contract signing for a match. Oh, God. It's just yeah. so fucking prolonged. Yeah. They waste like 20 minutes of the fucking show with no wrestling. They always end the same. Someone throws the table out of the way and then they attack each other. But this one was fucking excellent because it was between John Cena and Roman Reigns. And they they broke the fourth wall here. Oh, oh they Cena. did. And it makes me wonder that if it was scripted or if Cena just went off script and called Roman out. Because at one point... Roman is like trying to think of what he's gonna say next to John C- to John Cena, and Cena stand there like waiting for him to talk, and he just uh, he's like, "Go ahead, find it," and then he's like, Roman Reigns just standing there silently, and Cena goes, "It's called a promo, kid. You're gonna have to learn to do it one, one of these days." And I'm oh like, yeah, they never actually like they're called promos, but they never refer to them in the kayfabe storyline as promos. Like he just called Roman Reigns out for being bad on the mic. Which oh is yeah, like, 
that's a behind-the-scenes thing, and, and like, called him out. And even, like, at that, like, he was like, congratulations, it took you five years to cut a good promo. <laughs> yeah, cut a halfway decent promo. And, like, when he first said the promo thing, like, Roman Reigns kind of half-smiled, which leads me to believe he wasn't expecting them to say that. Oh, yeah, I, I feel that every once in a while they they take, like, a little dig yeah. at each other just to make things... Interesting. A little more interesting. Yeah. And plus, like, the hardcore fans, like, you and I, that know all about promos and stuff like that, well, it's, like, it's uh, extra little... Little Easter egg. It's like a little nod to us. Yeah, right. Uh, and then um, he said something about breaking the fourth wall after that too, like uh, John Cena. So uh, yeah, it was actually one of the greatest promos I've ever seen, just for them like breaking the fourth wall like that. And then it ended the same way through the fucking table out of the way, and they I don't know, like they came at each other. I don't remember what happened. Um, anything else on Raw that you can remember? I can't really remember. Any- oh, there was a uh, there was a title change. Oh my god! Yeah. The- yes. I-, I could not fucking believe this. Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss in the main event of Raw. And it was her her contractual rematch. Right, yeah. And Sasha, like, I don't know that Sasha Banks has a successful title defense yet. No. She loses every, like, her and Charlotte went back and forth over and over and over again. But and that like, was the reason why their title reigns went up so fast. Yeah, they each have, like, four, I think, already. Yeah. In, like, the span of a year or a year and a half. Um... It's just and fucking some, ridiculous. And some were defended like on TV and won, and other ones were defended on pay per views right. and won. Yeah. And so it was like, you honestly, that to me after watching that, like I've always been one of those guys where I'm like, you know, titles are gonna change hands at a pay per view, right? Or they might, right. might not, but they never changed on television. Now yeah, things are so much different. Yeah. That like anything can happen. Anything can happen. Titles change hands on at non televised WWE live events. AJ Styles. Yeah, or NXT live events. Finn Balor lost the NXT Championship to Samoa Joe in Lowell, Massachusetts, which you didn't go to. Which I was supposed to go to, and I didn't fucking go. Which is still a crying shame. It still haunts me to this day. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. So that was surprising. Sasha Banks lost it again. And uh, Alexa, like I like Alexa Bliss as champion. It's fine. She's she's good. But see, uh, I I'm definitely a big Alexa Bliss fan. Yeah. So uh, she's champion again, and we'll see what, where we go from here. If Sasha Banks is going to get her contractual rematch and then try and win it and maybe win it back and have another championship reign or something. What? So uh, we'll see what goes on with that. Um, uh, what about uh, SD Live Smackdown uh, Live? We had uh, Bobby Roode in another match. Glorious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who who the fuck did he face? I can't remember. Uh... Was it oh, like, he, uh, Canellis. Yeah, uh, that's right, Mike Canellis. Yeah, Mike Bennett. Yeah, Mike Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to refer to him as this. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, you took your wife's name. Right, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Robbie Roode gets another win. Obviously, he knew that was coming. He's going to get built up to be uh, something. And actually, the rumor is online that Dolph Ziggler, who he was supposed to come back I, this week. I heard about this. Yeah, he was supposed to come back this week. Then he had another interview saying he'll come back next week. And uh, I read online that the only reason he's on TV now is because he's going to have his final feud, and it's going to be with Bobby Roode, basically yep. to put over Bobby Roode, and then Dolph Ziggler's out of there when his uh, contract is up in I October. Heard, and he might go to uh, New Japan. New Japan. So uh, I will be very sad if he leaves WWE because I think he has more. I think he has several more WWE title runs in him. He's definitely a top tier guy that they've been using as a jobber for the past couple of years. They have. Um, but. Uh, it's always sad when you see the guys that used to be like world heavyweight champion right, and yeah. all that other stuff. He that was Mr. Money in the Bank and then he used it to win the uh, yeah. WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those things where you're like, man, you were so fucking like high in the sky. Right, yeah. Now you're a jobber. I know. Um, it sucks. So if he moves to uh, New Japan, I'll probably uh, check him out there and see how that goes. Because yeah. 
It would be not if I have the time to watch New Japan and actually get into it. I don't know how many shows they have, like how often their shows are. But it'd be nice to get into it just because that way when new guys show up in now, NXT. Now, isn't that where the uh, the Bullet Club is? Or is yeah. That, or, is that, or is that Ring of Honor? That was, I think it, st- it started in New Japan with Finn Balor, uh, AJ, Styles. AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. Yep. Those are the originals, and it was New Japan. Um, so I think it still exists in some form there. I think that's where Kenny Omega is. Yes, uh, Kenny Omega is so in New Japan. It'd be nice to watch just because when the NXT signs new guys that I've never heard of before... It's more exciting when you know them. So if I know guys from uh, New Japan and they show up in NXT, it'll be a lot more fun. Just makes NXT better. All right. Just like watching NXT makes watching the main shows better because guys move up to the main roster, and that's always exciting. All right. Um, so if I have time, and if Dolph Ziggler does indeed uh, leave WWE and go there, just, I mean, it's all rumor at this point. It seems likely, but uh, if he does, I'll check that yeah. out. Little, uh, yeah, right. Knock on wood. Yeah. That doesn't feel like wood. Yeah, I think it's wood. It's probably just 10 layers of paint on it. <laughs> um, it's old house. Uh, so, uh, then we had, uh, we had a U.S. Uh, title open challenge. Yes. Which I love myself an open challenge. I you, do too. You never know who's going to show up, which this time it was weird because right before the open challenge, they talked to Baron Corbin backstage and, uh, he basically says that he's going out there to challenge him and that you might as well call him the U- U.S. champion. And then AJ Styles goes out there, issues the open challenge. And then my boy Ty Dillon just shows up the perfect yes. 10 and, uh, he, like, Baron Corbin comes out and attacks him while he's coming out to do the match, and he ends up fighting off Baron Corbin long enough to get in the ring and start the match, and then he gets devastated pretty fucking quickly and loses, which uh, does not bode well for him in the future, because he doesn't look like he's going to be any kind of big star anytime soon, which no. is sad, because I thought he was great in NXT. Um, he never even did anything in NXT, really, either. He kept losing, never had a title or anything like that. No. Um, so, hopefully he'll... I feel, that they need, I feel they need to... What... They need to do more in NXT. Is they need to start developing more titles, right? Yeah, within that because they, they realm, have because one men singles championship, one women's singles championship, and, tag and a tag champion. That's it. Um, so you know, and I understand that it's a smaller thing, yeah. but it's a short show. It's only fifty minutes a week, maybe forty-five minutes a week. But still, I mean, like you could also squeeze one more title in there. Like you could bring back. The European title, right? So, yeah. Well, actually, they they, they, they have the, the United Kingdom championship. But they, I feel like they should start defending that more yeah. often. Like you should have a guy like, uh, like Alistair Black. Yeah, yeah. I've been digging him a lot lately. Right, yeah. So I have a guy like him, uh, you know, go up against the current uh, UK champion, yeah, Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne. Yeah. You know, and have them go at it, and then start having the belt change hands. Yeah. Have something go on with it. I mean. Uh, the, the UK guys are rarely on TV. They were on this past week. It was a tag team match with uh, Pete Dunne and some and Wolfgang, is this guy's name, and uh, Tyler Bate, the original champion who won the tournament yes. at age 19. And uh, his I forget his partner's name. Uh, but they always... I've, I've seen like three televised UK championship match... Uh, two UK championship matches and this UK tag team match. And they've been three of the best matches I've seen like all, like recently. They're oh, really really good. Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne put on great matches. All right, so I would like to see more of them. But I feel like if they're gonna do the, if they're gonna have them on TV more at all, they have to make NXT the length of like SmackDown Live or Raw or something. Oh, they have to because it's just way too short. Like there's only three or four matches max per week on NXT, and almost no talking. That's like just with constant matches. Yes. So uh, I don't know. They're gonna do something. They'll probably add. They talk, there was talk about adding a UK show, but that hasn't happened. I don't think they're gonna do that because I don't think 205 Live is doing too well. No. So uh, and I think that's another reason why you saw a guy like uh, Enzo. Yeah. Go down to 205 Live to maybe start bringing right. ratings up. Yeah. 
Um, but we'll see. And then we had we had an over the top rope battle royal on Raw. That I forgot about this. Yes, yes, we did. That was uh, to determine the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. I love myself an uh, uh, over the top rope battle royal, uh, and Finn Balor was in it. And I thought I thought that was to me. I thought that was his his chance. Right. Yeah. And uh, he ends up getting thrown out towards the end. He was one of the last guys, and. Uh, he gets thrown out because he's in the middle of the ring, and then the lights go out. Bray Wyatt shows up, dumps him out of the ring, and then disappears. So obviously, Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt is not over yet. Which I honestly, I'm surprised because I know we mentioned it before. Yeah. That uh, they're changing all the storylines now because right. we already hit that like midpoint in the yeah. year. Usually, you hit one of the big pay per views like SummerSlam or WrestleMania or Survivor Series, and, and then it's like your shit's wrapped up. Yeah, feud's over. Right. You right. know, we're gonna find someone else to go with. I guess uh, after they, they only had two matches, I think the one on TV and yeah. the one where he was the demon on uh, uh, at SummerSlam, which I'm surprised because he already pulled out the demon thing, beat Bray Wyatt. Like, what else are you gonna do? Uh, so we'll see. Know. Uh, I would rather see, like, Bray Wyatt and him is a good rivalry, but I would rather see him going for a belt because he should have the fucking Universal title back already. I don't deny that. Um, so, uh, yeah, anything else on SmackDown? I don't think. I think there was, like, a, there was a tag team match at the end. Uh, it was, like, a, what is it? Rusev and Jinder Mahal versus Nakamura yes. and uh, Randy Orton. Right, yeah. To me, that actually... I just stopped watching. Yeah, I wasn't even paying attention. I just I, stopped watching. Right. I literally backed right out of it. I was yeah. like, I'm done watching this. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It has no implications. No. Um, I like, I, you know, if it was if it was something big that was going to come of it, I saw the highlights later on, like, Instagram, you know, where he comes up out of nowhere, they win the match, and, you know, he just delivers an RKO to Nakamura. I'm right. like, oh, we knew this was all going to happen. Right, yeah. So, uh, you know, get a new move. Right, I know. <laughs> um... But yeah, I think that's it about that right. for wrestling then. We can move on to what you've been reading. Alright. So, did you read anything? No. I also... Did not read anything. So, uh, what do we do from here? I suppose this is very awkward. Um, um, I, I, this is kind of one of those turning points right now I, where you're kind of... I meant to read the Nightwing, the New Order book, because issue number one came out of six, but uh, I still didn't read it. So, uh, I guess we're going to have to move on then. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, uh, but, but what are we going to move on to? Uh... I guess we'll get into video games, because I did play a few things this week. I so did play a few of those. I guess we'll get into that. I, although the things I played are old and not too exciting, but I suppose I have to mention them anyways. said that we can't vent. It's not, it may not be entertaining in any way, but there was no silence. There was no silence. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of bantering and chatter at that point. It takes time to pull these songs up. Especially with these fucking commercials that pop up. Yeah. I have no control over that, folks. Alright, so, did you actually play any video games? I did actually play. Alright. Um, let me pull up my notes really quick. 
Uh, I revisited GTA V. All right. Uh, I haven't played that in some time. I just went in just to melee. Just fucking that was fucking it. shit up. Just that was it. I it did. is hilarious in that game and the fourth game uh, because, like, I mean, you could do it in the earlier games, but it's way funnier in the fourth and fifth because of the ragdoll physics and the punch animation. But to just go up bare knuckle and to blast random people in the face. Oh, absolutely. It is one of my favorite things to do in that game. It is so fucking funny. Just run up and crack someone in the fucking head and they just go limp. It's so funny. <laughs> So are you doing shit like that? Yeah, pretty much. That's all I was doing. I was just going in and just meleeing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was points where I was like, all right, I want to see how many stars I can get. Right, yeah. And then fun. I die. Always a classic. So then I'm like, okay, I want to climb to the highest point and I want to snipe this shit out of people. <laughs> and then jump off the building. And then jump off the building. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and your parachute does not open in time. Right. Um, died off after that. Yeah. Uh, then the next thing was trying to get into the airport. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's that's just a feat of strength in itself. Yeah. Uh, but stealing a plane and just fucking shit up. Yep, just fucking recreating 9-11. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You know, except for the fact that, you know, once again, you jump out of the plane before yeah. it happens. Yep. You know, we all know that uh, jet fuel cannot... Can't not melt steel beams. Nope. Infowars.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the money. <laughs> For all the signs, people. <laughs> Wake up, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a reason that the guy took out an insurance claim on the on the trade towers the day before it happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, the only other thing I played, uh, I went back to the division. Yeah, yeah. Uh, went into the dark zone. Yeah. I uh, had a little bit of fun there, and I completed... My first extraction. Oh, no, I haven't even done that. Completed it. Oh, nice. You get anything good out of it or just uh, like, some shit? Couple guns. Yeah. That was anything it. worth using? Not really. No. Most of it was just parts. Still got an extraction, though. Um, That's a milestone that I have not reached. Pretty much all I did was just set up a turret and then wait till it died and set up another right, turret yeah. and then just pretty much crouched in the back of a truck yeah, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And try, not, try to kill anyone that tries to flank you. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, that was it. Otherwise... Yeah. Um, uh, before I get into what I played, I want to talk about a game that's coming out next week that you might be interested in that, All I, right. that I'm going to pick up because I, t- I, w- I was originally going to pick it up and not right at launch, but I am going to pick it up at launch now because of talking to Joe Merle from those movie guys. Uh, he wants to get into Destiny 2. Oh, all right. Which comes out on Wednesday, which is fucking weird because games usually come out on Tuesdays or oh, Fridays. All right. It comes out on the 6th, which is a Wednesday. And, um... Yeah, it's ba- it's a game like The Division. It's okay. a shared world shooter. It's basically an MMO, except it's first person and it's sci-fi. Uh, I played a decent amount of the first game. It's pretty fun. It plays a lot like Division. You're just trying to get new guns and new armor and shit like that. All right. You have, you have different classes with different skills and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I never got super into the first game just because I had no one to play with, really. I played with one. I played with my buddy Kurt a few times, but we just couldn't get together at the like online at the same time often enough. So I played a lot of the game alone, and it just gets boring after a while. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to pick this one up next week. Uh, I'm on vacation next week, so it's probably right. time for it to come out. And uh, I'm going to pick it up on launch. And it's always better to get into a game like that at launch because they constantly update shit so much and add new weapons and armor to the game that if you get into it right at the beginning, you pretty much find out everything that's in the game right away. And then as they add stuff, you only have those new things to learn about. Whereas you, if you jump in a few months later... The fucking game is just huge, and it's like almost impenetrable unless you have someone running you through it. All right. So, uh, 
Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna get in on it uh, day one and uh, play with Joe. I think he said that day one ish. Day, yeah, day one. I'm, I'm not on that day one. -ish. No, you're not. Day one is H. Uh, yeah, day my day one certainly is not H. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Joe's gonna get it. Uh, he said Phil's gonna get it. So if you or Josh want to pick it up anytime soon, all right, we'll have a nice little squad. I think it, I think the raids, which is like the big like dungeons in How, it. Uh, is are, it still three three player? The, the or? raids are a uh, six player, I think. So, Holy shit! That would be perfect. We could have nerd input and those movie guys raiding, raiding. the shit out right. of things. Yeah, I don't know if they have clans in that game, but we could make our own clan and everything. Easy on the clan talk. I know. It, it, I, oh, my clan, our clan would just be called the clan. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing all white armor, and then one of us wears all red armor. <laughs> it's weird because that game does have wizards in it. You can't play as a wizard. They're enemies, but they do have wizards. This all just sounds so bad. <laughs> Are they Grand Wizard? <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I think fire teams just for working together normally and doing regular missions and uh, I forget what the other smaller like things that our raids are called. Uh, stri strike strike points or something like that. All right. I, don't, I don't remember what they're called. I'll have to check it out. Strikes. They're just called strikes. Uh, but yeah, the, I think a regular uh, fire team is three people. So uh, I mean, you can still roll together as uh, three people. Because who knows how often I'm going to be able to get online with more than that anyways. Uh, but then the raids should be fun. Because I never even did any of the raids in Destiny 1. Because I don't know. Up to when I played it. Which is like shortly after the Taken King came out. That expansion. I played it a little after that. Uh, they had no looking for group mechanic. Okay. So like if you didn't. If you didn't meet someone online, like on the uh, on the subreddit or something like that, and put together a group beforehand and plan to meet up online, you couldn't just meet with randoms to do the raids. So you had to know people to get together and have a full squad to do the raids. So that's why right. I, I never experienced them. So hopefully we'll that sounds to... like a pretty cool thing. Like yeah. I, I I would actually be interested in that because then it's something that it's a uh, it's like a new experience. Right. Yeah. And, and especially it... having like you said up to six players. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. There's a lot of damage we could do. Yeah, and the basic gameplay of it, like the first person shoot, first person shooter mechanics, are rock solid. Like the shooting feels great. It's it's all right. It feels really good. Uh, very responsive uh, shooting. It's I mean it's made by the guys who made Halo. So okay, made, made by Bungie. So they know what they're doing. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we'll get into that next week. Other than that, the games I actually did play, I continued playing Batman: Arkham Origins, uh, the prequel Batman game. Uh, I finished the story, and now I'm just cleaning up side missions and stuff like that, because every time I play a Batman game, I have to re-100%. I was going to say, you've got all your Riddler question marks? Yeah, not yet. And in that one, it's not uh, tro Riddler trophies, it's Riddler data packs. So oh. It's the same thing. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, so I'm doing that again for, like, the third time, because there's something wrong with my brain. Um, and then I got back into WWE 2K17, just because they've been doing roster reveals for 2K18 and stuff yes. like that, and I've been getting really hyped for that game to come out. I can't fucking wait for it to come out. Uh, so I decided to jump back into 2K17 and have a lot of fun with that. Um, but yeah, the, the, the great thing about those games is like, yeah, they can get out of date pretty quick because things change so fast, like in the, um, in the real world in wrestling. Yeah. But with their creative suite and people uploading characters for you to download and they look like they were put in the game by the people making the game, like they're so good because you can upload faces and stuff like that that you can download any characters that are missing from the roster, and chances are they have their complete moveset already, including finishers. From That's awesome. Ones. So, like, even the game I'm playing now, with the new one set to come out uh, in October, October 13th, like, the game's pretty fucking up-to-date. I have, like, all the characters that are wrestling right now in real life just because people have made them and I've downloaded them. No shit. And they released DLC, adding new moves that aren't in the game but are for guys that are wrestling now and new characters. 
So, uh, yeah, the two K seventeen still awesome, but I'm looking forward. to I 2K18. feel like I'm I feel like I'm gonna get into two K eighteen so I can create my own character uh, and yeah. do the uh, what is it the career mode? Yeah, my career mode. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Um, you know, because I I miss playing wrestling games. Yeah, I do. Like people shit on the two K wrestling games a lot because like a lot of people are looking for something different with these wrestling games. Now, didn't you say before uh, a previous time we might have been at the bar or something like that that um. You know, you have, like, the... I guess... I don't want to say, like, you make the decisions, but it gives you, like, options when, like, you're speaking on the mic. Yeah, yeah. That was new to 2K17. They okay. Added, they added a promo system where you can go out and do promos, and, like, you'll have a choice of four responses, uh, and, it, like, it'll say something, and then you can choose four things to say after that, and then you'll say that, and it'll give you, like, another four, and you'll do it, like... And it'll create the way your story yeah, is gonna... it'll create your storyline. It'll get the crowd on your side or against you, like, whether you're trying to be a heel or a face. So, uh, that's one of the things, like, they haven't gone into mo- to any of, like, a lot of the features in the new game, just the roster so far. So, I'm hoping they've expanded that, because it's pretty bare bones in 2K17, but okay. it's the first time you can actually do your own promos, period. Now, can you put your own entrance music in there, or...? That is something that they've since taken out of the games. Son of a bitch. Ever since the jump to, I think, 2K15 was the first one to take it out. Basically, when it jumped to this current generation of consoles, okay. that's been removed because they want you to, they don't, because of licensing and stuff like that, they don't want you to be able to put your own music into the games. But, like, when I had the 2K games on Xbox 360, okay. you could. So I'd put, like, I'd rip one of my, like, a Data Remember CDs onto the onto my hard drive, and then you could use that as your entrance music. So I was coming out to Data Remember. Um I don't know if that'll ever get added back in because uh, people still, like, Microsoft wants you to buy their streaming service and oh, pay for course. that. And Sony wants you to buy their streaming service and pay for the music that way, even though you still can't put it into the game. Um, that's one of the things I miss the most, is uh, not having to just pick some generic, lyricless butt rock song that they put into the game that they just made. Now, can you just pick someone else's entry? Yeah, you can do that. You can do that. All right. So, um, well, I know I'm coming out to Rollins. Right, yeah. I already know that. Um, and I'm just going to give myself Batista's tattoos. Uh, yeah. Because they're pretty goddamn close. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can just riddled and mess of ink everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Just someone just, it's like you stood at a screen door and just, someone just threw sponges of ink at you. Pretty much. Yeah, well, I think the only thing I'll do is just make sure like I can uh, take a picture of like my uh, my chest piece. Yeah, that'll be the easiest one to do. Yeah. Putting your arms in is very difficult. Yeah, I just rather so ta- curved, I'd rather, I'd rather take like someone like Batista's tattoos because I already have my back piece. I right. have both my sleeves. Uh, but having, like, my front, like, chest piece yeah. to add on to, like, my character, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. Close enough. Yeah, yeah. You want, you're not going to see my legs anyway. I ended up doing that for <laughs> my arms, I think, because it was too hard to get them into, most of them into the game. I got, like, the Zeus one on this arm, but, like, for the smaller pieces and that are on, like, really rounded parts of your arms, it's really hard to do. Oh, absolutely. Um, I can imagine. But, yeah, the creative suites are awesome. What I'm hoping they add back into this game this year, which I don't think they've announced the creative suite yet, is two things. Create a finisher which was always awesome. Like, you pick... You can just... You build the move from, like, starting point, like, powerbomb position, DDT position, whatever. Like, like all different positions to create your own wrestling move, which I always loved, but they took it out last year, and I don't think it was in the year before that either. And then they also need to add back, create a story, because you can also write your own storylines. You, like, have a bunch of scenes to pick from, put these people in the scenes, and then you write your own uh, text dialogue. Like, it's not voice, obviously, but you write your own stories. And then people would upload that to the... Uh, to the community and no download and play all these different stories that other people have come up with. So it's just shit that there's so much shit that extends the replay value of the game. Exactly. Um, that it, it's great for that. So I'm hoping they add those back into the game. We'll see. 
Uh, but other than that, we can get into uh, miscellaneous. Bobby Roode confirmed in the game this year. Oh, he is! And I watched the YouTube video of his entrance in-game, and it's fucking glorious. Yeah, so, uh, the Bobby Roode, a lot of new guys in it. They put a lot of NXT guys that I wasn't expecting to be in it, in it like uh, the last batch of people they announced. Two guys that were a tag team that have been, haven't been on TV for months because one of them's injured on NXT, but I love them, is uh, this tag team called TM61. It's uh, Nick Miller and Shane Thorne, and they're actually in the game, so I was shocked that they're going deeper into the NXT roster, which is good. Um, so, yeah. Miscellaneous happenings. Do you have anything? Uh, I actually have only two. Okay. Um, one of them. This was uh, I want to say last week. It just slipped my mind for some reason. Yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, I think I had some downtime at the studio one day, and uh, Ryan's wife Alicia. Yep. Uh, asked if I was willing to go to Walmart and just grab a couple. Uh, you know. Essentials for the shop: mm -hmm. bottles of water, yep. gummy snacks. Yep. I know you enjoy the gummy snacks. I enjoy gummy snacks. I know what I love is gummy colas. I've rediscovered them as a oh late. son and of a gummy bitch. colas are fucking delicious. They are delicious. <laughs> uh, but we have the uh, you know we have the uh, the cure egg at the shop. Yes. So I mean, granted, any uh, any person in the working industry needs coffee. Right. So we found the biggest pack that they sell, which is a fifty-four thing of K cups. Nice. So, you know, we go through the self-checkout. Everything's, uh, everything's hunky-dory. I bought a wrestling belt when I was there. Yeah, which one? I Well, not the one that I showed you. That was a gift. Right, that's why, yeah. So I bought the original. Well, not original, but um, <laughs> the Winged Eagle WWE Championship. They had that there? Yes. Wow, that's weird. Yep, the oh, old school one. Nice. The one that eventually became the hardcore title. Yes, yes. That, that was one. all broken and duct yes. taped and shit. You should smash it up and put fucking masking tape all over it. Kind of thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't disagree with me on that one. <laughs> um, but, so, you know how Walmart always checks your receipts before you were leaving? Yeah. Especially so, if you have something that's not bagged. Exactly. Right. We had a couple things that weren't bagged. So, um, you know, as her and I were walking out... You know, the guy asked, oh, you know, can I see your receipt? You know, I said, hey, Rish, can you just show him the receipt? And he kind of looks at everything, and he goes, how is that coffee right there? And I was like, oh, it's pretty good. It gets the job done. And he goes, the, the brand that we bought was Donut Shop Coffee. Which okay, I've had that at work, actually. It is a good coffee. Yeah. It's just regular coffee. Right, yeah. And he go, looks at it and goes, does it really taste like donuts? Oh, <laughs> and I just stopped uh. and I went what like with an angry like deep voice what <laughs> he was like yeah this is, he's got a picture of a donut on it can you read sir <laughs> was this Floyd Mayweather <laughs> kind of looked like it a little bit Does he? so this man was unaware that donut shops also sell coffee that is not flavored like donuts exactly he just assumed donut shop this shit must taste like Donuts, <laughs> which there are many flavors of donuts. What kind of what kind of donut you got? Donut. What kind of donut you got? Fifty four donut. Yeah. Fifty four donut, my favorite. Studio fifty four donut. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like cocaine. Yeah. But uh, and as her and I were walking out, 
I probably was not even like three feet away from this man. And all you heard was, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Does it really taste like donuts? That'd be amazing if it did taste oh, like I mean, donuts. I mean, they have donut flavored coffee. I'm sure they do. You know, I've had chocolate glazed donut coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's not all that great. No, probably. I'm not it a big, tastes, I'm like not a big sweet person. Yeah, me either. Like, you know, I get, I'll get like hazelnut flavored coffee. Yes. If I get a flavored coffee, I... I'll get like less, way less sugar in it. Oh, absolutely. If I get a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, they put three in like a medium, I think. Normally. Yeah, it's three and three. I just get two and two usually, so a yeah. little bit less if I get something flavored. But. Yeah, see, I don't do cream in my coffee. I just do like a black iced coffee, like two sugars. Yeah, at work, that's what I do because we never have creamer, and when we do, it runs out in a week, so I just put, I just dump a couple sugars in it and just drink it black. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'm usually, because when I'm at work, I'm just using it like as medicine. Because I stop drinking coffee in the morning every morning. It's medicine? Yeah, basically. I stopped, I stopped drinking coffee in the Would morning. Would you put some Tussin in there, too? Yeah. But if I, have, like, if I have a big lunch, which I always have a fucking stupid big lunch. Like today, I had a double bacon cheeseburger from Five Guys. Good lord. So, greasy shit like that. Usually, I'll get a double bacon cheeseburger, and I'll get a bacon and cheese hot dog from Five Guys. Good lord. So, that shit will put me right to Where sleep. Where do you put it? Uh, it's just turned into rock hard muscle and penis meat. God. Chicken <laughs> Mahal dick skin. Yeah, dick skin. <laughs> But yeah, that shit will put me right to sleep after work, so I'll usually have a coffee around like 1 o'clock, and it's just so that I don't fall asleep at my desk. Understood. <laughs> um, so moving on, uh, the next miscellaneous happening, I know I kind of bullshitted with you earlier outside about it, Yeah. but um, I think it was this past Friday, Saturday? I can't remember. But um, I think it was this past Saturday. Um, so we were... Uh, what is it? We were working at the bar. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was my brother, uh, Brian, and my. Oh, so it was Friday. It was, Bri- it was Brian, Brian and myself yeah. that were there. Um, so one of the girls that's a friend of the bar, she asked if I could uh, walk into her car, and it's just it's not policy, but it's how we feel about it. We don't want uh, a lonely woman walking by herself in the streets of downtown New Bedford, right? You know, rape happens. Yeah, it does. It does, and it happens often. Yeah, and I pay for the video footage. Yeah, ask Stabler. <laughs> he gets pissed about that shit. Um, so it was one of those things I walked the girl to her car, made sure she got there safe, started walking back, and then immediately catch two guys stumbling all over the fucking road. And I mean, to the point that this guy stopped to tie his shoe and fell into a flower box. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was like... There's the cobblestones. And I was like, okay. I'm wearing heels. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I had my walkie-talkie on and... Uh, you know, I talked to my brother really quick. And I told him, I said, hey, just let you know I'm on my way back. And he goes, all right, everything okay? And I have like a little earpiece in. And uh, I told him, I said, yeah, everything's fine. I said, I'm going to talk to you when I get back. Yeah. And he goes, okay. So I walk in. I was only like not even a block away at that point. So I walk in. I told him, I said, hey, these two dudes that I saw on the way back, if they come in, they're not allowed in. Right. And he goes, why? And I said, that both of them were stumbling all over the road. One fell into a flower box. The other one was laughing hysterically at his friend as he pissed his pants. Probably pissed his pants and got a pelvic injury, um, which he deserved. Yes. So uh, God, you can't rape with an injured pelvis. No, you can't. I tried. <laughs> oh, but um, so the guys come in and I told them what they were wearing because I didn't see their faces. Yeah. So the only thing I could guess was just the clothing that they were wearing. Yeah. So they walk in and just right off the rip, I was like, "How you doing, guys?" You're not coming in tonight. Well, why not? Tommy said, I saw both you guys stumbling on the whole, the whole entire way back here. Well, that wasn't us. Yeah. Motherfucker, how do you know it wasn't you? <laughs> I saw you. Right. 
You know, and he was like, that that wasn't us. And I was like, okay, so if I'm mistaken, I still saw somebody that looked like you. Yeah. Wearing your clothing. Stumbling around like a fucking drunk fool. Yes. So I'm sorry, but I can't let you in. Yeah. And he goes, well, why not? God. I told him, I said, because you're a liability. It always you, takes so much explanation. It does. People. And I understand that. But I'm like, because you're a liability. Yeah. And he goes, and then he proceeds to tell me that he's not a lullaby. What the fuck does that mean? Liability. He lullaby. Was, oh, he, he couldn't say he liability. C- couldn't say oh, it. Okay. So he just, I'm not a lullaby. Uh, right. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for proving my point, sir. Yeah, understood. Uh, he goes, I'm not even driving. And I told him, I said, except for the fact that I saw you get out of the driver's side yeah. of a car. Yeah. And he goes, I was just getting my friend's cigarettes. Neither one of you were smoking. Yeah. Also, it doesn't matter if you're fucking driving or not. It doesn't matter. You're overserved. They don't you yeah. refuse to serve you. Clearly, I saw you stumbling. I'm not letting you in. Yeah. Is Jamie here? No. <laughs> Is Rich here? No. <laughs> looks like you ran out of friends, sir. Yeah. <laughs> looks like you're batting a thousand, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then he proceeds to just, both of them just stand there. Yeah. Thousand yard stare on their face. Yeah. So finally, it was just the point that Josh... Everyone knows that Josh is the nicer brother than I am. Yeah. So uh, we had a couple people leaving. They're just standing there. So I just proceed to just look at him and just go, leave. <laughs> yeah. And then both of them just startled, <laughs> like sh- like shivering, like Penny. You know. Oh, fat, fat, fat. Oh, fat, fat. But uh, just shivering in fear, and they're just like, ah. Oh. And I was like, go. You guys aren't coming in. Right. Yeah. Bye. Have please, a good night. Please enjoy the stairwell for these few seconds yeah. on the way out. And then they kind of just stood there, and then Brian showed up. Oh, uh, yeah. And he was just like, I saw you guys hanging around over here. What the fuck's going on? The guy goes, have a good night. <laughs> that big old behemoth. Yeah. Unfortunately, Brian is not going to be working with us anymore. Yeah. He, uh, he got a better job opportunity. Yep. You know, more, uh, more, more hours at his day job. Can't blame anyone. So, but no matter what, he's one of our brothers. Yep. And, uh... He will be for life. Yeah. So maybe maybe one day we'll uh, we'll get a miscellaneous happening involving Brian. It could happen. That we could bring him back up again. Yeah. Um, but uh, what the, do you got? The only one I had was from the bar last Friday. Okay. When we were outside and we had that bum standing outside. Oh, yes! And he asked like each person outside for a dollar. Oh, yeah. And I said no. <laughs> Even though I want to open my wallet and look through it and see a bunch of dollars and be like, nah, I don't have any. <laughs> but I said no because I don't give money to all the dumb chunkies that are wandering around downtown. Very true. And uh, he uh, comes into the bar, which uh, you guys let him in, but knowingly saying, uh, yeah, we're going to give this guy a very short leash yeah, and keep an eye on him. Yeah, mo- mo- most of the time when uh, you have a, a repeat offender such yeah. as that. Yeah. Because, I mean, I booted that guy away from the curb before for doing it. Yeah, yeah. But him coming in uh, with someone else, you kind of let it slide because he's like, okay, you know, it might be a friend of his. You right. might know him. And realistically, all it was was his. this guy was just buying the guy a beer. Right, he went in, the guy bought him a beer, uh, he's drinking the beer, and then... Pretty much within two or three minutes, we look over and see that he's uh, just asking everyone that's standing in front of the in front of like the band dancing around, uh, asking each one of them for money. Yes. So at that point, you went over. You're like, oh, that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, that I, was so, I, it was so I, quick. He was barely in there. I saw him uh, talk to one guy, and just reading body language. And after going, God, going on almost five years of doing this, 
you could read body language very easily. Did you now. warn him on his way in not to bother people for I, money? I told him. I said, "Hey, I warned you outside. Don't do it in here." Right. Yeah. And he gave me a head nod, understanding what I was saying. Probably, I looked like a giant teddy bear to him, <laughs> you know. And all the drugs were in full effect <laughs> at that point. Yeah. But um, yeah. So he. Um, you know, you proceeded to ask it. I'd say minimum three people. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I waited till he was a little further away, and I walked over and asked uh, the first gentleman if that guy uh, asked him for money, and he was very hesitant. Yeah, he didn't want to answer me, and I told right. him, I said, "Look, nothing's going to happen to you." Right. Yeah. I said, "I just want to know is he is he panhandling? Is he asking people for money right. in here?" And the guy goes, "Yeah." So I already had my gloves on at this time, so I tapped the guy on the shoulder and just pretty much asked him again. You know, like. Do you, do you not understand what I just told you? Right. Like, I told you you can't do it outside. You sure as shit can't do it in here. No kidding. I was like, don't even finish the drink. Put it down. Yeah. And go. Right. So he takes three quarters of a beer in one shot. Yes. Which I wasn't even mad. The man opened up his throat and yeah. accepted that loving beer. I didn't. I wasn't even mad. Yeah. I wasn't. The only thing I got a little mad with was the fact that I saw him, like, do this. And like fucking knuckle up on the glass. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, here we go. Oh. You ever dance with the devil, dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> Be like, I don't know what that means. It's just some fucked up shit to say before you kick someone's ass. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, proceeded to kick him out of the bar. And not even seconds after that, he was back at it outside yep. again. I mean, there's plenty of other bars to go do in front of, or just do it in between bars. There's plenty of people walking around downtown. Oh, absolutely. Like, how hard is it to learn? <laughs> and the thing that I loved about the end of I'm, I'm honestly, I completely forgot about all of this until you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. Um, was the fact that I saw him, look, it looked like he was asking people outside, and then I just waited, and I saw a, a parked car sitting outside, and he goes over and... Yeah. On the fucking window. That was the point where I just lost it. Yeah. Didn't even open the door with my hand. Just fucking kicked it open. <laughs> and all you heard, you heard my voice go up with just one word. Yeah. It was just, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it was me? the N word. <laughs> it was not the N word. It was not the N word. I don't want. I, I don't want what happened down south happening up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to run it. It went pretty goddamn close. But, uh, yeah, but that's our entertaining weekend at the bar. Absolutely. Uh, and probably some more shit that'll happen tomorrow night, so we'll see. We'll see. You know, stay tuned. <laughs> but, uh, we'll get to our wrap-up now. Every Tuesday when I put them up, you can get them on iTunes where you can rate and review us, which would be, uh, which would be very helpful. Uh, you can get them on any podcast app, or you can stream or download it from our website, nerdinput.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Snapchat at nerdinput uh, podcast, and you can email us at podcast at nerdinput.com. And that's about it. See ya! Three some, three some, three some, three, 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 three,